Hello and welcome to Easy Breezy Girls. My name is Adeola Oladele and I will be your host on this podcast. Easy Breezy Girls is a community of young girls who are currently feeling overwhelmed, alone and afraid. Afraid of the unknown, afraid of your past, afraid of situations. But in the midst of your fear, you are ready to make a difference. You are looking to fight for yourself you are looking to be who you were created to be leave your past hurts behind and be a better version of yourself you're basically looking to achieve greatness in the mid- in the midst of all the chaos that is currently happening so what is easy breezy girls all about we will basically be talking about topics different issues of life different situations and we will also be learning how to navigate through all of this during the the course of the first season we will be having different topics different guests that will be coming to us with different gems and helping us to understand what they've done in different situations how they've navigated through difficult times what they do to make things better The goal and mission of the Easy Breezy Girls is to help, inspire, and motivate you, our listeners, to be a better version of yourself through and through. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Easy Breezy Girl. Are you a member of the Easy Breezy Girl tribe yet? If not, visit www.easybreezy.life and subscribe to get our free 21-day devotional designed for young women who are seeking God and wanting to get closer to Him. If today's message blesses you, please like, share, subscribe, and leave a review so that we can continue to spread the word. God bless you. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Easy Breezy Girl. Wow, wow, wow. This is episode nine. Can you believe it? Just one more episode in this um, season and we will be saying goodbye to season one. I would say that personally, I have been really blessed, not just not just um, from talking to you, but from knowing that you're listening and also from all the wonderful guests that we've had on the Easy Breezy Girl. And I would say that um, I also still have, again, she decided to come back. <laughs> um, Onyeka is also with me. You know, like I introduced her the last time, this is my baby. And my baby's baby. I know that a lot of times, <laughs> a lot of times people wonder why I say she's my baby and my baby's baby. So, backstory. Again, I met in uh, Onyeko as an individual. Like I said, the first time I saw her, there was a kindred spirit between us, and there was this also all uh, this other guy called Adolu. You know, I also met Adolu on a separate level, and. I just really loved Adolu because he was one of the young boys at church then that was so um, so calm, so collected, so straightforward and focused. And I just took an interest in his life. So they they were both my babies separately. And then one day they both came to me and said, Adijela, we have something to tell you. I'm like, oh, okay. We're dating. And I don't know, like, I just felt this 
joy. You know how when a mother call, like when the kids come and they tell the mother I want big great news. That was I was so excited. So that's mm-hmm. how when you got became my baby and my baby's baby. So that's the backstory to that. She decided to come back with us today on um, another episode of the Easy Breezy Girl. And today's topic is you're not alone. Mm. The reason for this topic is because I know that in the midst of everything that might be happening, especially as a young girl, teenager, you might feel alone. You feel like nobody understands how you're feeling, nobody gets it, your parents don't get it, your friends don't, your sister, brothers don't, nobody gets it. But I want to say to you today, you are definitely not alone. It doesn't matter the situation. Trust me, people have gone through it. People are going through it and people will go through it. It only depends on how you actually deal with the situation. So I'm not going to go too deep into it. I am going to allow Onyeka to um, introduce herself again for those people that maybe this is their first time of actually listening to Easy Breezy Girl. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me back. I am so excited to be back. Uh, my name is Oyuko Sola, or Elizabeth, for those that that's what they prefer. Um, like Andrea Lassen, I am a baby, yes. That's my mama. Um, <laughs> I'm just excited to be back. <laughs> and I can tell you that we are excited to have you again. So my first question to you is, how do you describe loneliness? I know a lot of times when we hear I'm alone or I feel lonely, people unconsciously or unknowingly interpret that to actually being alone, like being by yourself. But I also know that there are times when you're in the crowd of people, but you still feel lonely. So how would how would you personally interpret loneliness or how do people identify with being alone? I think that loneliness, at least to me, means just being in a place of sadness and mm-hmm. a place of feeling that sadness mm. and not having anyone to share it with. Mm. That's that's what I think. I don't think it necessarily means that you're physically alone. Mm. I think that it's, it's just that feeling of I'm battling this by myself. Okay. I'm, I'm in this by myself. Mm. And I don't want to I don't have it in me. I don't, I cannot physically express. There's so many, you know, reasons as to why people feel loneliness. That's just a few of them, but I cannot for the life of me explain why I don't want to share this or I would rather stay in this sadness and darkness. Wow, wow, wow. I would have never interpreted it like that. (laughs) When I tell you that I've been learning new things, from all the guests trust me i zoom in it so my next question to you is how do how would somebody deal with loneliness like how do how do i deal with yes i'm going through this i'm going through this sadness and this depression but i don't know how to do like i don't know what to do about it so how do people deal with loneliness oh my god there are so many different ways to deal with loneliness um 
I shared in the last episode that I, 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 I was depressed for a pretty long time, for about, I think, two to three years, clinically, actually. Mine wasn't like, you know, just me saying, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember in the thick of it, I, I would feel extremely lonely. And I, 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 I always have friends around me. You know this. I always have people around me. I'm rarely ever alone. But I remember this was in school and I was extremely active. Like I was doing everything I could possibly do to not be by myself. And I would be in the midst of like hundreds of people and I would feel so dark and so sad. And and for wow. the longest time, I couldn't figure out how to get out of it or get away from it, right? One of the first things that I did personally, for me, worship music, for me, music in general, is like my source <laughs> like if i if i'm feeling anything i'm feeling down if i'm feeling anxiety if i'm feeling scared if i'm feeling happy if i'm feeling joyful the first thing i do is listen to music so for me one of the first steps i took was i started listening to worship songs and and i would listen to them for hours and hours and hours during this period i didn't i'm not gonna lie i didn't even pray at all like mm-hmm. i couldn't pray because mm-hmm. even I wasn't even feeling that God was there. Mm. Like I wasn't able to recognize that his spirit was there. It was there in that loneliness and sadness with me. All I was wow. feeling was I'm alone. I'm going through this alone. And and I just remember always having got um what's it called? Worship music blasting. And and another thing that I did, I I I I went, I spoke to a couple of therapists, right? I was going to counseling consistently, I was going to therapy consistently. Again, I wasn't there yet with prayer, but but I was also actively trying to be involved and actively trying to, you know, get out of my comfort zone to whatever I could do to help me not feel as lonely even if it was for a very short period of time i was doing it i was trying not to you know i was being very careful of controlling my thoughts as well because you know depression you know sadness you know hurt all these things they stem from what you believe and what you think Mm. right and then the devil works on that for me i was carefully and intentionally it took me a very long time to get there but once I got it, I was intentionally trying to take myself and trying to think of things that would make me happy. You know, even the littlest things, for example, I remember I would go to Starbucks <laughs> to buy a milkshake because for me, that was me not feeling alone. Like that gave me some sort of joy and it helped me escape that sadness for just a few moments, right? Oh. So I think that people do, there's so many things that people do. Right, there's so many things that people have tried, you know, from again, mind worship, therapy, counseling. I think having somebody to talk to as well, you know. Um, for me, I had people to talk to, but I just didn't feel, I guess, comfortable enough at that time to talk to them. So I went to therapy, right? But I would definitely say one of the biggest things that definitely helped me was having people physically around and intentionally 
stepping out of my comfort zone to do things, to talk to people, to participate in activities that I generally would not do. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you so much. So what I'm hearing, what I heard you say is intentionality, put myself out there and find as much time as possible. Try not to be alone, but find people who are like-minded. So I did hear you say that go to therapy. Yes, I know that I can listen to worship songs alone, Mm. but I I am still a young girl or teenager or young adult. I don't really have money for therapy. How do I find somebody that has gone through what I might be going through or have a little more experience than I do? How do I find that person that I can talk to that would help me go through this loneliness but I'm also scared that I can't trust them. So how do I find this person that I can talk to, but I can also trust? Mm. I think I think one of the greatest things that um, American high schools or American universities or colleges, one of the greatest things, one of the greatest resources that they have is having on-campus counseling. When I first started like my therapy, I was going to a counselor on campus, right? Like I was speaking to somebody on campus. And one of the reasons why I chose that was because I felt like at that moment, in that feeling, I couldn't trust anyone around me. I was feeling like they wouldn't understand. They would, you know, laugh at me. They would bully me. So I wasn't necessarily, I didn't necessarily feel comfortable to tell anyone at that moment. But for me... I felt like talking to a stranger. They don't know me. I don't interact with them every day. They only see me when I come to the office twice a week. So I felt like at that moment, I was more comfortable speaking to a to a counselor, hmm. right? So I, I I definitely think that take advantage of having on campus or in high school counselors. I believe every school has that that resource. Um, I also know that there are a couple of, you know, people that have programs that mm-hmm. and resources that are non-profit that are meant for, you know, that are, they, that are put in place to help with whatever it is you might be going through, right? Mm-hmm. I, I know that there are some organizations that deal with, you know, being sexually abused. There are some organizations that deal with battling depression and they don't cost anything. So I would say definitely take the effort, make the effort, take the time to kind of research if you can, if you feel like you can trust uh, in school or even if you're like, let's say you're not in school, there are resources and there are organizations, nonprofit organizations that you can definitely reach out to, that you can definitely talk to. I would also say that one, I personally also use this. I didn't just go to a therapist. I didn't just go to, you know, I didn't just go to counseling. I also spoke to my pastor. Or, like, my pastor is also my mentor, right? Mm. Like, at the time. But this, for me, at least, this was after I had spoken to, you know, somebody I felt like a stranger. Somebody I felt like, okay, they have the educational qualification to help me out. After speaking to them, I definitely still made the effort to talk to my mentor, right? And he's also a pastor. So I I made that effort to talk to him and just to kind of, you know, Sometimes we tend to, and and I don't blame you, church hurt is real. (laughs) So I understand at a young age, if you're not feeling, you know, confident about talking to a pastor, 
but at least from my personal experience i think that me talking to my mentor definitely definitely helped in the healing process like that was the last thing i needed to do to feel to feel better and be at a better place where i was confident enough to be myself again wow so i would definitely say take there are so many resources um i i don't i wish i had someone hand right now but i don't but definitely look on instagram use google there are so many resources and i believe in every state and every city even there are some that like state funded that not necessarily nonprofit but i would say take advantage of those and if you have you know obviously you said the resources are not like the monetary resources that not that are not there you know some people have like mentors like i feel like if i had gone to my mentor and i said you know what i want to see a therapist could you pay for this i believe you would have right so if you have somebody that you know they would be able and you don't want to tell your parents because you know sometimes we we worry that you know tell my parents about like you know dealing with mental issues and mental stress sometimes they wouldn't understand like if you have like the older sister like i know for sure if i had gone to adela at that time like you know what i need to see a therapist can you like pay for it i know she would have paid for it so you know if you have somebody like that in your life or somebody an adult in your life that you can definitely speak to or that you know that can you know find you a therapist or find you a counselor definitely talk to them great 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 wow thank you so 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 much um um i just have about two more questions for you um to wrap up this episode i think the the next thing that i i want uh, i want you to talk about is so i know that at the beginning of this topic i said something about you're not alone others have gone through it others will and others are going through it what does that mean and how can i as a young girl a teenager how can i relate to to getting the fact that there are other people that have gone through this and this this might just be a phase this loneliness or feeling like nobody would get it how how should i or how how should i deal with that how do i let that not destroy a better future that i have because i don't know how to deal with this loneliness that i'm feeling right now but what is the one encouragement that would allow me to know that okay there is a better better future waiting for me somewhere hmm. i i love that question i i i think that honestly the answer i it's not as simple as i'm making it sound but i think it's just intentionality and making the conscious decision to accept that there are people that have gone through this mm. people that have dealt with this and there are people that have survived mm. i survived be right i think being able to have a success story to attach yourself to Mm. I think I think that would open like a brand new reason and that would you know <clears throat> make you feel comfortable enough to accept that you know what this happened to me or I'm going through this and now I have chosen because this is a thing this is a thing of my mind this is a thing of my thoughts and now I am making the conscious decision to intentionally feel better because mm-hmm. this person made the conscious decision to feel better and now they're better 
and now mm. they're a success and I want to be a success and I want to be and I want this better future and I want this grand future that I imagine for myself so I'm going to attach myself and I'm going to attach my faith you know to this person and I'm going to intentionally wow I'm going to intentionally yes <laughs> wow intentionality sometimes I wish that the the story was flipped like you know i'm still the young girl and you're the old one so you could have told me this you know no time oh, but we move <laughs> my final question to you is so i know the loneliness of feeling alone can be self-inflicted and i'm going to um give you a little backstory as to why i said that i know that growing up i used to feel like i didn't deserve to be in my family a lot and sometimes when they when they are all having fun i would rather just be in the room and it's it steps back to my father being not just the great the great father that i thought i deserved and sometimes he just make, made fun of me so i that's why i say i know the loneliness can be self inflicted it can be because i feel like i'm not worthy of maybe a group of people that i feel like they're better than me and i'm not worthy to be in their in their midst so now even though i'm there i feel alone how do i how do i overcome that so i find myself worthy of actually being a monk or being in a place where i being worthy of the place where i am right now in life oh this one is fun man (laughs) ah man i think i think this one me myself I am still learning. I, 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 but I think one of the things that have helped me, you know, that statement, fake it till you make it. Yes. I think that's one of the biggest things that's helped me, honestly. For me, even for the longest time, I can relate so much to, you know, what, like what you just shared with us. Mm-hmm. For the longest time, mine wasn't necessarily with my family. Mine was more with friends. Like, mm-hmm. I could not, for the longest time, I couldn't have female friends because I felt like I wasn't pretty enough. I didn't have the, you know, the vavavum body that they all had. Mm. And I was too masculine, right? And, and, and until very recently, I believe two years ago, I made the, the decision, again, wow. back to this conscious decision and this intentionality. I, 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 w- I remember you know at the time i remember the scripture i am beautiful i am made in god's image right mm. Mm. so if i'm made in god's image i am definitely a reflection of what god is what god looks like right which means that this is the same god that everybody loves we all love the idea and the image of god so if i'm that image if i'm supposed mm-hmm. to be that image if i'm supposed to be that reflection then i i should be able to love as much as I claim, as much as I believe that I love God, right? Mm-hmm. I should be able to have that same love, that same faith, and believe in myself that I am enough, that that I am loved, right? Mm. That I am worthy, more than worthy to be there. Mm. If God puts me there, if God puts me in the midst of my friends there for a reason, if I'm serving a purpose in their life for a reason, I am meant to be there. Because I am a reflection. I am the image of God. Like, I look like God. But, you know, this this whole time so spiritual, right? But 
I think for me, the way I broke it down and made it not so spiritual, for lack of a better word, is literally, you know, breaking down the definition of being a reflection and being the image and the likeness of God. Mm. And and I think that definitely really helped me. And and from there, I just faked it till I started to make it. Like, mm. honestly, there were days that I would not want to go hang out with my friends. Like, oh my God, multiple times, I would just, I would say, you know what, I can't go. What's wrong? I'm doing assignment. <laughs> I just didn't feel as confident, you know. But the moment I, I, I was intentional, I was like, you know what, I'm going to step out of my comfort zone. From the little things, like, I would change, mm. I started changing my closet. Like, I would wear things that made me feel more confident. You know, if mm. it was a red lipstick that was that helped me feel more confident, more seen, more more worthy, that was what I would put on. You get what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if it was me, you know, paying for my friend's dinner or treating them to a dinner or treating them to whatever, if it was me making that effort to be seen, that made me feel more worthy. I did it. And then I think eventually, gradually, you confidently develop these things as you go. Like, it's the little... I don't believe that anything can be done in an instance. I think everything is is gradual, right? Mm-hmm. Rome was not built in a day. Everything is definitely gradual. A little piece here, a little piece here. And it will come together. And I promise you, that confidence will come. Mm. It will come that by the time you're fully, that you feel like full confidence, you yourself will be shocked that wow. But I, I, I would say this though, I, I believe that every single person on earth, at a point, even their business, <laughs> at mm-hmm. a point, they feel less confidence and they feel mm-hmm. less worthy. Mm-hmm. But it's just about what you do with that thought. Mm. So do you choose to do you choose to accept or do you choose to say well you know what I'm going to fight through this and again it does not it's not as easy a lot of this is not as easy a lot of this is not you know you're just it takes it's gradual mm-hmm. so if it's again back to the little things if it's you staying in the house and putting on lipstick to make yourself feel confident if it's you like for the longest time I used to watch YouTubers that I felt like I related to and how they carried themselves. That helped me a lot. And I felt like, you know what, if they can do this, I can do this. So I, I, I think just those things for me, absolutely. I think I think understanding that we're made in the image and the likeness of God, understanding that, you know, you're not alone. <laughs> mm. Understanding, understanding that for you to achieve, for you to achieve the goal and grow into your full potential and be the person that you believe you should be, they're just very, you know, little steps. There are some very little battles that you will have to fight with yourself. But once that, once that confidence comes, it's there, and no one will take it away. Wow! 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 Thank you so much. Like. If I tell you that I've learned so much from you today, I'm sure you'll be like, yeah, but trust me, <laughs> I've, I've learned a lot. And I do hope that our listeners too have gotten a, a few nuggets from today. It's just Absolutely. to say that 
you're never alone like there's nothing that you can be going through that it's that's unique or significant to just you and mm-hmm. one thing when you come as said today that I'm going to take take away from here is if that person can make it I can make it if that person mm-hmm. can get over the situation I can get over the situation and the moment you start to see yourself not in your failure on or in in your lack of self confidence the moment you start to be able to build yourself up and another nugget that she said today that I'm definitely taking away with me is my dear in this life most of us we fake it till we make it absolutely <laughs> sometimes you haven't even made it yet but mm. you're faking it and gradually you're making it right. because now even though I'm not so sure of myself or so certain of myself I am actually putting myself out there by that I am learning I'm making mistakes and learning and making mistakes and learning mm, and before so you know it you get to the point where your mistakes are not even as noticeable as when you started mm. because now you've you've grown a lot that you know how to mask these things and come out looking better and brighter and shinier so Onikon, thank you so, so, so much for actually coming today to um, give us more nuggets. I'm so glad that you decided to do this with us. And um, yeah, looking forward to a few more moments with you because go, 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 go. <laughs> this, this has been so great. Um, thank you so much, our listeners, for listening to another episode of The Easy Breezy Girl. Again, it's your girl, Adeola. Looking forward to speaking with you again next week at the episode 10. Wow, we literally just started and this is already episode 9. Thank you so much for always tuning in. And again, thank you to our special guest today. Um, Thank you for having me. We appreciate you. (laughs) All righty, have a good one. Thank you. Bye, everyone.